Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Linz. Again, Poe the Passenger, thank you so much for the intro and outro music. You guys literally rock. Thank you so much. Today's guest is director, writer, producer from Southend-on-Sea, Jane Gull. Jane has just finished wrapping on her second feature film, Love Without Walls. After a highly successful run with her first feature film, My Fair Heart, which has actually won over 14 international awards. My Fair Heart can be watched on platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, Microsoft, and you can also purchase it from the Sky Store. Not only has Jane directed a bunch of feature films, she has also had a huge successful run with Sunny Boy, an award-winning short film. You can follow Jane on Twitter at GullJane. You can also visit lovewithoutwalls.com and they're also doing a crowdfunding for post-production which will be in the description of this episode. All right without further ado here's Jane. Well welcome to the show Jane Gull. So how are you doing today? I'm very well today Lindsay how are you? I'm fantastic. I know you just finished wrapping your film which we're going to talk about in a bit mm-hmm. but why don't you start off telling us because I feel like when I first met you, I know you've been directing for a long time and you've been writing and like creating your own work for a long, long time. But didn't you start out as a dancer and an, and an actor or did I, I did. just dream that? No, no, you didn't dream it. OK. It's all true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've sort of done a, done a bit of everything uh, apart from singing, which is probably the thing I always wanted to do. Which I'm oh, interesting. But yeah. I think I always wanted to really be a musical theatre, but as I can't sing, oh. that didn't happen. So, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can sing, but yeah, I can sing. But you know, when people and I worked in a band for over 15 years, so it's one of those things. When I say to people I can't sing, they always go, "Oh, I bet you're really good, really," but you're just saying that, <laughs> and then they hear me and they went, "Oh, okay." No, <laughs> okay so you really wanted to be a singer but did you do acting or did you just go straight yeah no no acting uh, yeah the whole the whole shebang really and um I ended up dancing with and I've always danced you know since I was a kid various different dance forms yeah but it wasn't the thing that I really set out to do although I did go to dance college for a year but then I left um for various reasons and one of the reasons was to go to drama school so I was, was always you know I've done my A-levels and on A-level theatre studies and you know I was always like going back and forth with you know with the dancing and the acting um so yeah so I left dance college to pursue an acting career or to study in acting and then um ended up getting the job on a cruise ship as a dancer and ended up doing that and then I ended up dancing professionally for over well, probably about eight years. Oh, wow. And then went into choreography. Um, and then I was acting, you know, doing bits and bobs in between and mm-hmm. then started direct, directing after that. So, I mean, I love, I, I, I'm surprised actually that I've gone this route because I did actually think I wanted to be more of a performer. And I, you know, and I did perform for years and I loved that. But then once I started directing and being behind the camera, I got the bug for that. And that, you know, is what I want to do now and I think it's what I'm best at as well yeah it's interesting because I do feel like 
people get so set in their ways about one thing that they want to do but then they expand and try something else and they're like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. this is amazing and they just like completely divert into something else yeah and I I think think it's great yeah and I think it's all it all helps actually but at the time you don't realize it and I'm um I actually think coming from a dance background and especially the choreography Mm-hmm. That's really helped with directing because, oh, absolutely, especially motion picture where it's all about, you know, storytelling through body language, through looks, and of course that's what we, you know, do with dance and express ourselves through mm-hmm. a movement or a gesture, yeah, or a pirouette or whatever the case may be. It's really funny because uh, just a sidetrack because you were saying you want to go into musical theatre. I always wanted to do that, but anytime I watch dancers even now I think I watched something the other day and I was like that's what I really wanted to do as a a kid and I just watched dancers and I'm like I just love it yeah I've got to do their feet can't dance for shit so no I'm sure you (laughs) everybody can dance um I think that's the thing for me actually when I nothing moves me more than dance it brings me to tears you know tears of joy I mean even even watching things like Strictly you know there's not an episode that goes viral I don't shed a tear you know and it's actually yeah. it's just there's something about it that dance I think will always be my first love yeah so when was it you started really pursuing directing well actually I've always directed well I say always from a from a you know from about the age of 12 okay. um, when I started my first theatre group which is how we met through you know our, our mutual friend Emma uh-huh. um, you know back in the day just at our local sort of youth theatre so I was writing and directing plays then but you know that was just you know with bunches of young people and stuff but I'd done that until I was 18 and then when I went off dancing I sort of didn't do any directing you know it was just the choreography um, and how I got in back into directing was when I um yeah when I, I think it was just in my late 20s started directing plays that I wrote I went to the Amersheath Theatre um school and they used to have a, every week people would put on plays and direct them and then they'd have like a competition a festival of plays so I started yeah it was, so it was really through theatre yeah and then how it progressed into the film was when I um I wrote a sh- my first short film together alone which was um I submitted to the UK Film Council and got some funding from that but that originally was as, as a writer not as a director gotcha um and I ended up directing it because the director, for various reasons, couldn't do it. And then the exec producers sort of encouraged me to direct it myself. Was that Sunny Boy or was that an earlier film? No, it was called Together Alone. So that okay. was an earlier one. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I do remember watching Sunny Boy because your husband's in that as well, isn't he? Yes. yes. Um, I, yeah, I remember watching that. It was very moving. Thank you. Yeah, it's on Apple TV now. Um still doing the rounds after all these years it's actually 11 years ago this summer that we shot it isn't that crazy I feel like with films even short films because they always say that if you do a feature film it's going to follow you around for like five years Mm. but even short films I'm just like I think it's so magical how something you've made x amount of years ago can just resurface and then like boom and I love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I love it too. And I think that's one of the things that has, um, you know, I love, as I said, I, you know, I love theatre, but that, I mean, and I will always love theatre and I love going to the theatre, but, you know, as you know yourself, Lindsay, once you've done that production, um, it's done, you know, in 10 mm-hmm. years past, yeah, you might, you know, still remember it or 
but yeah with film it is there forever for good or for yeah. bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even the bad ones are there to still follow, follow you around <laughs> and you know in theater as well it's so dependent isn't it like on the audience you know if it's like bad weather people can't go or if there's a train strike there's so many things that can prevent an audience from actually going whereas I suppose at least with film um you know people can see it in various different forms yeah yeah because you've written a lot and obviously you've directed a lot um my feral heart was that was was that that was your first feature film is that right yes so yeah so I directed that and also one of the producers on it but yeah so and then the film that I just made love without wars is the first feature film that I've written okay Uh, although most of my shorts I did write yeah my Feral Heart, I do remember seeing that at, I think it was the Rayleigh Studios in LA. It was at the Liftoff mm. Film Festival. And yeah. I think your cousin was there. Yes. Your cousin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I took a whole crew. I think I took about seven people with me. <laughs> and we were all just like, oh, it's just, it was just so beautifully, so well shot. So well just like, it was just such a lovely, uplifting type roller coaster of a film, you know? And we did the Q&A and we asked lots of questions and there was a producer there. I feel like his name was James, but I feel like James, I just made that up. Yeah, James Rumsey, the producer of My Photo Art. He would have yeah. been there. Um, but we asked him lots of questions. It was just such a fun, like, it was just so fun to watch somebody who you who you know, their project, you know? Oh, was, thank you. Was, no, you probably recognised a lot of the locations. I did, actually. Mm. Yeah. And so you've just wrapped... On a film, which you, I think what you wrapped it like two days ago, three days ago. Uh, it's a week ago now. A week ago. Yeah. So, so last weekend. So love without walls is the one mm-hmm. you've just finished, and you said you wrote that. Yes. So yeah, I wrote and directed it. So this I really don't know much about. Is it a musical? It's <laughs> almost. I'm, I'm getting there. Is it? This is a. This is a <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's pretty close. There's a bit of dancing in there. Okay. Um, it's a musical drama. Um, and it's about a young couple, a musician and a photographer who fall on um, hard times. So, it, yeah, it's um, this story very close to my heart. I actually wrote the first draft in 2011. Can you believe? I can and, believe that. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know what the years go, but I actually I wrote it. I put it away. I didn't really do anything with it. I sh- showed it to a few people and, and there it sort of sat. And then... Um, just at the beginning of 2020, I got it back out the drawer and um, done a rewrite. And now we have finished shooting it, which I, I'm still pinching myself. It's quite hard to believe, especially during the you know the current climate. It's an independent um, British film set in Southend and um, London in Camden. And um, yeah, it's got everything in it I love, singing, music bit of dance drama tears tantrums um wonderful performances yeah I'm really really happy with what we shot and um starting the edit now oh my goodness see that that's just an inspiring story right there because you know how like they say you'll write a script and you'll you'll write like maybe three or four scripts even short films and then you'll put them away in the drawer and be like, ah, oh, just like, don't even think about them or think they're shit or like, just whatever. You just have opinions of your, of your stuff. Mm. And then you get it out like X amount of years later and you're like, oh, it's really good. 
should do something with this you know yeah I think it's the timing the timing was right I just had this like feeling that the the time is right for this now and um, you know and it kind of the you know the locations um were doable and um and then Karen Newman the producer we were working together on um Witch West which was we were hoping to shoot last summer but obviously that didn't happen due to to Covid so Mm -hmm. when I got the script back out and I um presented it to, to Karen to read and she loved it as well and um yeah it's been a real it's been an amazing experience actually um yeah I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed the shoot and just but just sort of to be creative again and to be sort of you know reminding me that actually yeah this is what I love you know working with actors and just being ah mm-hmm. oh, it's just wonderful being in that environment for the past month it was just great. I mean so when I know you're, you've just started the edit, so that's going to take a little while. Are you aiming to have it finished for next year or 2000? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think next year it okay. will be out. You have to let me know when it's out because I really want to see it. I will do, most definitely. No, I'll, be, I'll be shouting from the rooftops when it's out. <laughs> and you, I'm assuming you're going to do the festival run. Yeah, I mean, um, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the plan. But you, that's the exciting thing and the sort of nerve-wracking thing, isn't it, about yeah. making you, you know, where it's going to go. I mean, like with My Full Heart, you know, we didn't know where that was going to go. And, you know, and sometimes it takes, it takes time to get it out there. But no, I'm really, really excited about this. And yeah, yeah. I feel like my full heart. I feel like that did its rounds like a couple of times because I kept seeing stuff pop up, even like yeah. with, like even after a year after I saw it at the Rayleigh Studios, even like t- maybe two years. <laughs> We're still going. It's on the BBC iPlayer now. I think that's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's the thing, isn't it? And it, you know, especially when it's a um, you know an independent film, maybe it doesn't have the 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 big marketing campaign behind it sometimes these things you know is word of mouth it is a slow burner you know just to, to get it out there to different yeah. audiences but yeah with Ferrell we've done the festival circuit and then we've done the our screen um cinema on demand and then it was obviously on like you know sky and all those different platforms and then yeah now it's on bbc iplayer which i yeah. think you know has opened it up to a whole new audience really yeah and I feel like um, with Sunny Boy, is the lead the lead is his name's Darren. Darren, the Darren's in. He's Darren's in. Darren and Lewis, who were in Sunny Boy, uh-huh. are also in my film Twitcher. They're also in uh, My Feral Heart, and they're also both in Love Without Walls. Love that. And actually, Darren has been in it. He was in when he my first thing that I ever wrote, which was um, a pilot TV series. We only made the pilot. Gosh, that was. I don't know how many years ago that was, probably in 2002 or something. He was in that, and that's how I met him. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, so that that's absolutely lovely. And um, Darren and Lewis are both in some scenes together in Love Without Walls as well. So I I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing Darren in Game of Thrones. Mm. After I think I just recently watched Sunny Boy and then um I saw him in Game of Thrones and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just yeah. got so excited. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know this person, but I just knew that he was in your film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's a uh, very, very dear friend of mine. And um yeah. Yeah. Wonderful just... to work with him last week. Oh my goodness. And yeah, I think a while ago 
I deleted Facebook a long, long time ago, but he was on my Facebook for a while and he always seemed to do really, really well. Like he was always hmm. like in publications and yeah, just yeah. always on set. And I was just like, yeah, I love yeah. that. He's just always yeah. busy, always hustling. Yeah, he's always, yeah, he's a re- really hard worker, very yeah. talented and beautiful person. Is he from South End or is he from? He is from South End, yeah. See, do you know what? South End just has so many creative people. Yes. I just can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah. Certainly uh, does. Yeah. Oh, do you, I don't know if you remember this, but I've always, I, I'm pretty sure I thanked you at the time. But do you remember when you got me that job at that princess party in <laughs> London? <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, goodness me. Um, pr- it would have been 2007. Um, probably, yes, when I was running a promotions agency. I have, I don't remember. I just remember mm-hmm. that Emma, you contacted me or emma contacted me and then you contacted me and it was like 80 pounds it was like three hours of work and i was like yes i will do it but i i I, I ran a um like a promotions agency called honeybee promotions for a few years i forgot about that actually yeah we used to provide like different um artists for themed events and different promotions and launches and things oh so so I I wrote you into that did I (laughs) you did but you don't even understand because it was like 80 quid I was at drama school I was so fucking broke you don't even understand so when you were like do you want to do this it's 80 pounds I'm like yes oh you don't even understand I was just like that has like given me about a month's worth of living <laughs> so it was like maybe something you didn't even think of it was like maybe a back thought to you oh, well, that, well, that's good I'm glad, you, I'm glad it was a good experience it was a, I was just like oh my god I think I cried a little bit I was just like oh my god I'm rich <laughs> just for just for X amount of time oh my goodness did Emma do the still photography on this film? Because I know she was doing still photography. She did it for my film. Um, yeah, I mean, she did for Feral and Emma's been involved in, again, in all the projects. No, she didn't do the stills photography cover that walls, but she is in one of the scenes as a supporting artiste. Fantastic. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know me, I rope everybody. I love it. But that's like, what you, you, like, I don't know. I just, I love, that's what I do. A lot of the time so it's, I'm just like I love it I love it when people do that well also it's lovely to have you know the people around you that have you know I mean Emma's I've known Emma she's my oldest friend so isn't that wonderful that how did you two meet I think our um our mums are in hospital together with us um although we're oh. you know, that, that can't be right because I'm a year older um but yeah it was through our parents years ago gotcha okay. um, Oh yeah, I've known Emma well since she was five. I think we met at a sports day or something. Yeah, there's all the, and um, on Love Without Walls, the first AD James Fox. Mm-hmm. I've known him since he was five. He was in my shows that I used to direct when I was like twelve, um, and he was also the first AD on Sunny Boy. So that's lovely that you know he's come back to do do this film. Really, yeah, really nice. And you've had like a lot of. Um... I'm not sure which films in particular, but you've had like lots of, is it funding from the BFI? Or there's something the BFI has been related to you somehow. And that's like uh, a huge deal. Um, I've had funding from the UK Film Council, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. So that was, no, so the, uh. the Film Council uh, fold, 
probably I think actually it was just after Sunny Boy, so it's been about 10 years now, I think. So I've had funding for two of the short films, but I've not had funding from the BFI. But the BFI um, now do the sales and distribution for um, My Feral Heart. So they've taken over that. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And I, I teach for the, one of the BFI film academies. Oh, fantastic. Um, I have done for the last six years, the one in Colchester um, in conjunction with, it's run by Signals Media Arts, who I've worked with for years. Um, so, yeah, so I haven't had any actual funding from the BFI. Okay, I yet. knew there was something though. <laughs> I say oh. yet. <laughs> yet. You will. Yet. yet. What has been like one of your favourite projects you've worked on so far? Oh, so many for different reasons, but I, Sunny Boy will always have a very big place in my heart yeah for, for, for lots of reasons but I'd say um, Love Without Walls purely because it's such a personal story um, and there's so many elements of um, my life in this project and it's been with me for so long and yeah and it was just an absolute dream come true but that said I mean all the projects I've worked on I've loved in different capacities but I suppose yeah, yeah but at the moment yeah it's definitely love without walls because for all those reasons really I'm so excited to watch it yeah <laughs> it was a but, point you know, my, my feral heart as well that's you know they're all they're all you know you can't they're like I haven't got kids but you know if I have like kids, kids. Yeah. you can't compare them they're all so different and unique aren't they and yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah good points and bad points but there was a point where I feel like you were going to be shooting in Greece. This is like, I'm talking about eight years ago. And yes, you, were... you, you really have got a great memory. You I just, just, yeah. I just like, it's really weird. It's like Rain Man sometimes. And then some things I just completely forget. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's really, it's really strange. But it, I, I vaguely remember the storyline. I feel like it was about trafficking, human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah, so that project is still alive and kicking and we're still, so originally it was a, a feature film, um, now I've turned it into a three-part drama series and I'm Ooh. writing it with Daniel Hayes um, and yeah, that's a, you know, that's a project, it did get optioned and very simple, so it's, it's still bubbling along and will get made one day and yeah, it's set in Greece. So. okay well if you ever need help let me know because I, I do have, I do remember you telling me about that and I said like, that sounds so good and it was yeah. there wasn't there it was like based on an Essex girl going to Greece yeah so every, everything oh, starts <laughs> everything starts in South End with me so it, <laughs> it's about um it's about a young um British girl who just leaves 18 she just leaves dance college to pursue her dreams and she goes to Greece to um dance in a dance trip as part of the summer season and um yeah she gets sort of caught up in the greek underworld wow that's yeah right. now yeah the things i remember <laughs> well it obviously you know stayed with you and that i mean that's like love without walls one of the reasons why i got that back out again was because a producer that I had, I had shown it to um, years previous when I met up with him, he said to me, oh, whatever happened to your film about the, the young homeless couple? That really stuck with me. It was a really good script. And I was like, okay, well, he must read a lot of scripts and he remembered that. So yeah. that's the thing. Like, now, So now, Lindsay, now you've mentioned the, the Greek script, I should get that back out. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> 
Isn't it funny, like how just things domino effect? Mm. Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's very interesting actually. How yeah, like you said, the domino effect. How things. Well, everything starts with an idea, doesn't it? But then you have to sort of put that idea into into motion. Yeah, I feel like I have. Um, I'm going to say about three different scripts. One I'm pushing right now, which is like, which I, it was a. So I wrote it as a feature film. But as you know, how difficult it is to get feature films funded. Mm. You know, it's, it's funding. It's always funding. Yeah. Like everything else is, we have the crew, we have the car. You know what I mean? It's just fucking money. I know. <sighs> um, so right now we, I've changed it into a, a short film because that we can kind of like find funding for. Mm-hmm. But then I've got like two other scripts. One's a rom-com and the other one's like a 80s dramedy. But they've been sitting in the drawer, I'm going to say, for like six, seven years. And I, I, I still look back at them. Like, I found them the other day and I was just like, oh, fun. But it's it's like what you were saying about the film you just shot, when the timing is right. Yeah. Everything I, falls into place. Yeah, I think so. You know, and it's ne- never a waste of time. It might, I always think, you know, some of those, you know, when I look at the first draft of Love Without Walls, it wasn't even called that then. It's funny how the sort of key scenes are still in there yeah they've you know changed slightly tweaked slightly but you know nothing's a waste of time yeah. anything that you, you that you write um and you know and i look at i've got other scripts as well that i've written that i wrote you know before that one that they might never get made but you know it's all good practice isn't it it's all good practice and it's all good um yeah it's just honing your craft hmm. and both these scripts all three of these scripts are actually set in london one is actually set in south end the 80s dramedy one is in Southend. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, that's more like a teen type film. But yeah, I just, you know, when you just forget about something and you just remember it. Like, mm. oh. What has been like a really, because obviously there are struggles in filmmaking. What's like something that really stands out to you that has just kind of like put you like in the ringer and you're like, oh, should I keep doing this? Like, what is the point? Do you know what I mean? Like, you feel super beat up. Have you ever had um, those moments? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what you were saying earlier, and it's no lie, is the, is the finance. And it's not just about the finance of the film, but it's how do you sustain a, you know, career and an income? I mean, I would say, I know it's difficult for everybody at the moment with COVID and, and you know, everything that's happened. But even prior to that, you know, it's apart from teaching and, um, you know, doing little directing sort of gigs here and there, like the odd music video or different things. It's when you're trying to get a, a feature film or any film off the ground and you're trying to sort of balance that, you know, trying to make sustain a living out of it, which I've, I've you know, I think is um, especially for you know writers directors producers as well I mean I think what producers go through independent producers I mean oh gosh I can't even imagine no I think everybody who works on the film set should you know walk in the shoes of a producer for a while just to see what actually they go through (laughs) behind the scene (laughs) to get anything made you know yeah just yeah so I think that yeah it is it just comes down like you said Lindsay it comes down to money whether that's trying to find the finance for the film or just trying to you know pay the bills yeah. On the flip side of that, what has been like a massive inspiration to keep you going? Because obviously we get so like 
down and out and a lot of people quit a lot of people stop pursuing this because it is so bloody hard Mm. but there must be something or someone who's just been so inspiring that you're just like I'm just gonna have my little mopey moment and then pick myself back up and just carry on yeah I um and I think you know it would be my family uh, without sounding corny and you know like my grandparents are no longer with us people that just who believed in me and would just say you know you only get one I remember my nan saying to me you only get one life do what you love do it and and for me it isn't there is no choice this is part of me I've been you know doing stuff like this since I was knee high to a grasshopper yeah Um, I don't have children I'm not I know um not that that would stop me even if I did but it's like I just yeah I just love it I love storytelling I've got things I want to say I've got things I want to do it's my life really (laughs) as Bon Jovi would say (laughs) I love Bon Jovi Oh, you know, and I, 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 you know, if I, you know, I'm not never going to, as I said, I can't sing, so I'm never going to be a rock star. So, you know, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and Lewis, your husband, he's still like his, because he was an actor when I last. Yeah, met he's him. an actor, and um, yeah, so you know, again, you know, we support each other. He's so um, supportive of what I do, and likewise with I am with him. So yeah, count my blessings. Yeah, I think having that support system is so, so important. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I had two, when I was in England, I had two long-term boyfriends. One was from Southend and one was from Kent. But the Southend guy just, like, didn't, you know when someone just doesn't have, like, an expanded horizon? And, like, (laughs) because I wanted to go to drama school and I didn't, and I wanted to, like, go to university. Like, I just wanted to get out and, like, do what I wanted to be doing. And I just I remember when I got into the second round at drama school, he was like, well, you know, if you go, we're going to break up. And I'm like, great, thanks. Yeah. And it was the same with the second boyfriend as well. Mm-hmm. It was just like super supportive for X amount. And then I, he was such a gaslighter. So when I actually went to drama school, he was just like, hmm, you know. But so I, I feel like you have to have that support system because if you just have those people in your life who are just so negative. Yeah. I mean, it really impacts you, you know. Yeah, definitely. And actually, there, you know, there are quite a few people that I know that have possibly given up on their dreams or their ambitions because of that pressure or because of, you know, circumstance. But yeah, it's very important to be, you know, to have that support if you're lucky enough to have that. And um, and also, you know, to give support as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both ways, isn't it? It goes hand in hand. What piece of advice would you give somebody who is not specifically going into directing but like writing directing like creating and trying to get their own films and their own projects off the ground like what you've been doing for the longest time since I've known you basically um just keep going stamina perseverance um what do they say it's 99 no one percent inspiration 99 percent perspiration oh I've never heard that yeah I like that yeah I think it is. I think, you know, obviously it does help if you, you know, if you've got the tools and you're talented and stuff, but, you know, you've got to have, I think, the work ethic to go with it as well. And, you know, the sustainability to um, keep producing, because I think, you know, it's actually very hard, you know, to get my second film 
made and off the ground I think I don't know you sort of think you do one film and you think suddenly you think oh doors are going to open and you know people are gonna you know help you and stuff which of course they do but I think it's you know I think it's, it's even tougher well they I think that there's quite a high percentage of directors and probably producers and maybe even writers as well that don't go on to make a second feature film because you kind of you put everything into that first one and then you've got nothing else to write about or you know you you know yeah or whether it's fight for because of financial reasons or um but yeah it's trying to you know just sustain that you know and I hope now hopefully it won't be I won't take as long to make my third one Well, the fact that you've literally, even though I know you had the script 11 years ago or 10 years ago, how long it was, even though you've had that in your drawer for X amount of time, the fact that you pulled that out last year, did rewrites, whatever, and then started filming and you basically, you filmed, you filmed it. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm, the turnaround still, for that. I'm pinching myself, really. It's, it's bloody bananas. <laughs> so congratulations. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the I thing. Really- yeah. It's like, once you get stuff going you've just proved that you can do it in a really short amount of time mm. and I love that yeah it's, and it's having the right people with you yeah to go, you know to do that as I said you know, yeah Karen Newman the producer I mean yeah it's thanks to her that this has happened you know we're a real I think we make a great team I love that yeah I do agree when you find your right team and it's the same with the actors because I love how you bring on the actors who you've worked multiple times on I love it oh yeah yeah absolutely and that's you know that's one well one of my favorite parts of this whole thing is just working with actors and mm-hmm. amazing people and kind of yeah lot yeah the cast of Love Without Walls is pretty huge about <laughs> <laughs> two leads who are in 106 scenes each Shana Swash and Niall McNamee who are just absolutely awesome and then got an array of other actors that come in and out of the story nice it's very exciting (sighs) well thank you so much for sharing your stories and sharing your journey oh just really quickly I don't know if you remember when you came to LA and we went to that place called the Pikey and you can I do it's gone it's COVID took it no I know I loved loved it there yeah gone bye bye adios what a shame ah oh dear well you've got you were lucky enough to go there so <laughs> yeah when was that it was oh gosh i i think you were think you so. were doing the feral heart circuit film festival circuit 2014 15 around that time it's a long That's time a ago yeah all right well thank you again all right, that was Jane Gull. Again, you can follow her on Twitter at Jane, And go visit that crowdfunding page and help out if you can with the post-production of Love Without Walls. I'm very excited to see that in 2023. Fingers crossed. I'm rooting for you, Jane. I'm, you can do it. Absolutely. 100%. Go watch My Four Heart. Go watch Sunny Boy. Go watch all of other Jane's projects. They are absolutely fantastic. And again, Poe the Passenger. Thank you so much. Until next time, bye bye. So sick of the sweet talk.